Go Ask Alice is a show intended for adult audiences because adults want to learn too. Sometimes we cover sensitive material, so please take care of yourselves and listener discretion is advised. Now on to the show. Hello, Internet friends, and welcome back to another episode of Go Ask Alice, the show where we jump down random internet rabbit holes and bring you wonderful factoids from adventures in Wiki Wonderland. I'm Drew, and I'm really surprised Gene hasn't filled up his soundboard on his Discord yet. Ooh. With me is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Gene, and I would not recommend mixing an entire pizza with coffee in the morning, because my God, <laughs> what I just came back from was terrible. Wow. That's, you know, I agree. That's a, that's a pretty rough combo. Yeah. Um, every week we start on the same Wikipedia page and we wander around using hyperlinks within the article until we find something we cannot stop reading. Usually this means we have to read at least two or more paragraphs until we are metrically hooked. This week we started on... Jail. Jail. Like, yeah, yeah. Like where bad people go. <laughs> <laughs> where did we end up? So I ended up on the bloody code. The bloody code. Yeah, the bloody code. It's a. It's a pretty. It's. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Ooh. Um. I ended up on corporal. No, school corporal punishment. Oh fuck, that's cool. That yes. I mean, yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a rough topic, but it's pretty cool. Yes, beating children is where beating we're at. Beating children. Basically, yeah, if you don't know what corporal punishment is. Yeah. But before we get into that. We have a question of the week. Woo! Yes. <laughs> so this week, we failed to ask anyone about this, but so this is a Gene and Drew special question. Listen, so, listen, it's, so. <laughs> it's been a busy week. We're all stressed out. It's, it's an internal, internal question this week. Exactly, exactly. So our question was, what is your most played video game and would you recommend it? So Gene, let's start us off. Um, so my most played video game is a little something called Warframe. Oh, um, I was expecting Dead by Daylight. Uh, I, that's my second most played one. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, no, Warframe I've had a long, long history with. I have four and a half thousand hours in it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Which is kind of embarrassing to admit, but I'm going to go ahead and say at least 500 of those hours are AFK time. And for those that don't know, that just means away from keyboard. So it's just up gathering hours. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, that still means there's 4,000 hours in there that where I yeah. actively sat there and grinded <laughs> and played. Um, it's a sci-fi game. It's one of the best free-to-play games ever to exist. You can play it on console. You can play it on PC. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. It's Highly recommend. It's wonderful. So, so wonderful. Go, go play it. Go play it. Space Ninjas. It. That's all I'm going to say. Space Ninjas. Space yeah. Ninjas. Yeah, I played a little bit of that, but it's definitely it's definitely fun. Yes. Slip, sliding around and smacking things. Yeah, Ooh, it's great. So fast. What about you? Oh, God. What's my favorite? Oh, not my favorite, because uh, definitely not my favorite. But <laughs> my most played game um, was PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Which, really? Um, yes. I put a good 3,000 hours into that. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I, I, I scoff in a, in a hi- hi- uh, hypocritical kind of way because I have 4,000 <laughs> and something else. But Players Unknown Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. 3,000 yeah. hours. 3,000, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because it, it wasn't it was it was on PC and a little bit on console too. So it was just like you know I had both. But, Combination, yeah, um, yeah, and it was uh, a long, long time. I no, would not recommend. I that game is that game is, <laughs> would not recommend. That game is is if it only had a map select. That's all I'm going to say. I have such a rant about this, but if it only had a map select, it'd be so much better. But it doesn't. Um, okay, so okay, okay. it's just like it's it's just a, a mess. But they do update it really often, and it's and it's gotten better, but. 
you know, my recommendations just give me map, map select and I'm happy. I, I played it one time as a crossover yeah. to Dead by Daylight to like unlock yeah. some things. And I was like, I hate this game. I hate, I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> It was miserable. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, PUBG. You're not it. PUBG, I love you, but I hate you. Yes. All right. So, um, yeah. Who, uh, you said the bloody code. The bloody code, yes. And I have school corporal punishment. What do we want to start with and what do we want to end with? Because it's just the boys today. It's just us. It's just the boys. Just the boys. Just the boys. Um, I don't know. Do you want to... Because is yours... Like, mine's a little... Like 18th, 19th century. So yours is way earlier than mine. Okay. Do you want to do historic-wise, like progression that way? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the bloody code is. I'm sure you know what school corp- corporal punishment is. Punishment, yeah, <laughs> yes. uh, but I have no yes. idea context-wise what the bloody code is. So I, it's hard for me to say. You would know better. Hmm. I would say let's go. <laughs> let's go more. Well, I don't even know if that's more extreme to less extreme. Um, I don't know. Um, Shall we flip a coin? Yeah, go for it. Yes, I love flipping a coin. It's my favorite thing to do ever. When you can't decide, fate will do it for you. Fate will do it for you. Do you want heads or tails? I'll take heads. Heads. So that's the bloody code and tails is school corporal punishment. You see it? I mean, the the listeners don't see it, but Drew sees it. (laughs) I see it. I have my silver dollar right here. Hopefully I don't drop it and make a huge ordeal out of it. Huge sound, yeah. Okay. Tails. Tails. All right, you go first, Eh? baby. Eh? See? See see, see the eagle? Yeah. You okay with that? Oh, absolutely. All right, cool. We're no, s- I don't believe in fate. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> Fine All with that. Righty. School corporal punishment. I'm sure yeah. most of you know what this is, but if you don't, um, it's also known as physical punishment or physical discipline. It is defined as the use of physical force, no matter how light, to cause deliberate bodily pain <laughs> or discomfort in response to some undesired behavior. So basically, negative reinforcement, if you think about yeah. it. You do something that's undesired, you get you get hit. Yeah. So in school systems, this is typically done via a teacher and administrator striking a student's buttocks with a wooden yes. paddle, also called spanking and paddling, um, as typical layman terms. Yeah. This form of punishment has been widely used, widely used in the U.S. throughout the 19th and 20th centuries as a way to quote motivate students to perform better academically and to maintain objectively good standards of behavior. End quote. <laughs> good. Yep. That's, mm, that'll do it. That'll, that'll definitely do, do it. it. Beating children will put them in their place. (laughs) Work harder. (laughs) Funny enough, this was considered a fair and rational way to discipline school children, especially when compared to the criminal criminal justice system at the time. Um, Yeah. Not sure why they're comparing little kids to criminals in jail, but, you know, back then... We didn't, we didn't really have such good laws protecting people, so. I mean, I mean they're just small criminals. They're just waiting to be They waiting are just small. Criminal. You know, that's a good point. They are just small criminals. So I guess it's important to talk about, like, how this is okay. Yeah. In in, in our government, in, in our society. And because th- this is crazy to me. Wait till you hear yes. this. In 1977, the U.S. Supreme Court constitutionally upheld the practice in the case of Ingram versus Wright. And I'm going to go into this case as its own separate little topic within a topic because this is, yeah, this was crazy to me when I read it. My mouth was like hanging open. (laughs) So series of events. On October 6th, 1970, 14-year-old James Ingram of Charles R. Drew Junior (laughs) High School (laughs) was 
was accused of not promptly leaving the stage of his school's auditorium when asked by a teacher. Like, first of all, who fucking cares? But secondly, okay, whatever. Sure, teach, teacher was upset about him not paying attention, supposedly, or not listening. Yeah. He was taken to the principal's office where he stated that he was not guilty of the accusation. The school principal, Willie J. Wright Jr., what a name, ordered Ingram to bend over to be paddled. When Ingram refused and insisted that he didn't do anything wrong, Wright forced him face down onto the table, had his assistant principal hold down his arms and another assistant hold down his legs, and then proceeded to spank Ingram more than 20 times over. The paddling was so severe that Ingram suffered extreme hematoma, which required medical attention and medical leave from school for 11 days, almost two weeks, after he got the shit beaten out of his ass. Whoa, those words combined together. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. no. Um, The Ingrams sued the school for, quote, cruel and unusual punishment, which it sure sounds like it was. Yeah. As well as loss of liberty, but lost the trial by a vote of five to four. The judgment specified that such corporal punishments have no prohibition in public schools unless these punishments are, quote, degrading or unduly severe. Uh, Can we just... Can we just talk about this for a second? The kid was told by his doctor that he can't go back to school for basically two weeks because his ass was so fucking bloodied and beaten and, like, swollen with hematoma. And this isn't seen as degrading or unduly severe. Like, hello? What? What? Like, how? How? 1977. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah. The Supreme Court also concluded that the Eighth Amendment's protection of citizens from cruel and unusual punishment does not apply to children receiving corporal punishment in schools and is only restricted <laughs> to prisoners who have been convicted of a crime. Okay. So Great. basically, Great. Children, children are not protected citizens. Fuck them. <laughs> they're, they're, just, they're just little criminals. They can be, they can be beaten, bloodied, and, or, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh my the God. fuck? I, I read this and my jaw was literally like, huh? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, So this case established a precedent of, quote, reasonable but not excessive punishment of students and was criticized by some scholars as an apparent low point in American teacher-student relations, which, (laughs) yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. agreed. In the years since, several schools have banned corporal punishment in their school systems, with the latest being Colorado just this year, 2023. Colorado. You would think, like, right? Colorado. Yeah. Ah, this this is the country we live in. (laughs) Just this year. Um, Amusingly, New Jersey was the first state to outlaw school corporal punishment, both public and private. Can you guess how long ago? Hmm. I'm going to guess like 1990. Oh, way earlier. I'm... Way earlier? It was the first state. It was the first state. Oh, the first. Okay, the first. So was it in like early... Like 1920s? Way earlier. <laughs> Way earlier? Fuck. What 1867. was it? 1867. Insane. Uh, and New Jersey basically asserted that school corporal punishment would expose children to cruel discrimination from their teachers, and especially at the hands of parents who don't give a shit about their kids. So, like, if they don't give a shit, why should the schools give a shit? And that's yeah. completely unfair to children. So way, way, yeah. way, way back in 1867, before all of this started started happening in the 1970s where states being like, wait, it started being like, wait a minute. 1867, New Jersey was like, this is fucking wrong. So I'm, this I'm very wrong. proud. Good job, I'm Jersey. I'm proud to Good be job. a New Jerseyan. A <laughs> <laughs> um, hundred and four years later, 1971 is when the second state followed through and that was Massachusetts. A hundred and four years Jeez. later, New Jersey was on top of it. Good job, Jersey. You know, you did it. <laughs> 
So as of 2023, this year, corporal punishment is still totally legal in all private schools across the United States, except for those located in New Jersey and Iowa. Wow. Every other state, you can, Every you can other basically beat fun. the hell out of a kid with a wooden paddle in a private school. Regarding public schools, it is still legal in 17 states, and in 14 of them, it is actively practiced. And we're going to go through that list real quick. Shit. So <laughs> Shameless? <yep. laughs> um, it is not banned in Alabama. It is not banned in Arizona. However, there are no reported uses of Arizona. So kind of Arizona kind of gets a pass. Kind of. Kind yeah, of. Okay. I mean, I don't know why they haven't banned yeah. it if, if they're not using it, but whatever. Um, it is not banned in Arkansas. Arkansas? Arkansas? Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, Arkansas. Florida. You can beat the hell out of kids in Florida. Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky. It's not banned in Louisiana, it, but it is banned for children with disabilities in Louisiana. So at what? least there's that, I guess. <laughs> there's that. I mean, I mean, a little. Mississippi progress. is similar. You can beat the hell out of the general population, but not kids with disabilities or kids in special education. It's not banned in Missouri. It's not banned in North Carolina. But uh, wait, no, not under state law, but all public school districts have a policy ban as of 2018. Okay, so North Carolina. The state allows it, but all school districts are like, no, this is fucking crazy. No, like, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> um, Oklahoma has it banned only for kids with disabilities. But, caveat, if the parents give consent, then it's okay to beat kids with disabilities. <laughs> like, then it's what okay the fuck? To be, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, no! So if the parents are assholes, it's, it's cool. <laughs> it's, it's fine, yeah. It's fine. South Carolina doesn't have a ban on it. Tennessee doesn't have a ban on it, except it's kind of like um, Oklahoma, where it's like, okay, you have a disability, it's banned. Unless your parents say it's okay. Texas doesn't have a ban Fuck. on it, and Wyoming doesn't have a ban on it. But like Arizona, there are no reports of it actually taking place in uh, Wyoming. So I guess they kind of get a pass as well. Yeah. <laughs> so data from the Department of Education from 2011 to 2012 showed that Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Mississippi, and Texas made up 70% of all of the cases of corporal punishment. In the U.S., so those those five wow. states are where it's like hard. They they basically beat you for everything. But there's some good news. There there are trends. I, I have some statistics here. Um, okay. At the end of 2003, it was estimated that around 300,000 U.S. students were subject to corporal punishment. Um, at the end of 2007, that number dropped down to around 223,000. At the end of 2012, we're around the halfway point now, 166,000. 2014, it was like around 109,000. And from 2022 to where we are now, there have been only around 70,000. So the trend is on a downward. It's, 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 yeah, it's downward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on a decline. So this is good. But 70,000 yeah. kids is still a lot of it's fucking still a lot kids, of kids beaten. <laughs> <laughs> Reasons for the use of corporal punishment are typically associated with minor infractions, such as violating the dress code, being tardy or late, whatever, same thing, talking in class, running in the hallway, and going to the bathroom without permission, which is, which is its own fucking separate thing, which is absurd to me. I'm like, why do you need permission to go to the bathroom? And 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 what happens when a teacher's like, no, because like I've literally been in classrooms before as a student myself where people have pissed themselves because the teacher's like, no, you can't go to the bathroom. Like, who who the fuck are you to dictate that? <laughs> Say no. It's like, a bodily function. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, you can get your ass beaten for going to the bathroom when you need to go to the bathroom. So that's cool. <laughs> wow. There appears to be no behavioral severity ever taken into account, nor is there a set procedure. It's all simply up to the whim of the teacher or the administrator inflicting the corporal punishment. So like... There's no rules. It's fucking wild If you west. do something bad and the principal's in a bad mood, expect to get beat more severely than someone else or at a different time. Ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. ridiculous. Disparities are kind of huge. 
boys are found to misbehave twice as much in general compared to girls, but they are four times yeah. more likely to be disciplined with corporal punishment than girls. So sexist. <laughs> Multiple studies also show that black students are two and a half to six and a, and a half times more likely to receive physical punishment compared to white students and Hispanic students, which I found interesting because I figured like, you know, people of color and, and black and African-American students would get the brunt of it. But apparently like Hispanic students don't get anywhere near as much as blacks and are kind of like around the same yeah. or even less sometimes in districts than whites. Which I was like, huh, I wonder what what, oh, right. what the deal with that is. Not that I want them to be beaten. Like, no one should be beaten. <laughs> be, be but, like, kids. why is it just, like, the black kids that are being beaten and targeted, whereas, like, Hispanics and whites get away with it by comparison so much more? Um, if we want to talk about extremes, combining race and gender together, black boys are up to 16 times more likely to be beaten compared to white girls. Shit. Um, yeah, Shit. so that's an outliner outlier for you. And unless, as we kind of discussed earlier, unless the state has enacted laws that protect children with disabilities from corporal punishment, um, these kids are at greater risk and typically see at least twice as much corporal punishment compared to the general population. I don't want to say I get because like I've, I've worked in learning um, disability classrooms and whatnot and those kids can be a handful and it's very frustrating, but like you should never hit children. You should never hit children. <laughs> I understand that maybe you want to because they're being ridiculous, but that doesn't mean you should, <laughs> even if it's legal. That's fucking crazy. Also, they're, they're disabled. Yeah. They're, they have a difficult time, like, processing these things. Beating them isn't going to make them behave better. <laughs> It'll be smart. Right? right? Like, so, so stupid. I hate it. So this is a great segue, actually. Does corporal punishment work? Fucking no, it does not. No. <laughs> <laughs> In a word, no. Um, several comprehensive studies show that children exposed to school corporal punishment are more likely to have conduct disorder problems, to experience feelings of inadequacy and resentment, which, hello, yeah, if someone was beating me back, I'd be like, I fucking hate you in the moment, to be aggressive and violent, and to experience reduced problem-solving problem abilities, social competence, and academic achievement. Shocker. <laughs> Wow. Who thought? Who knew? Other <laughs> studies have suggested that corporal punishment in schools can deter children's cognitive development as being subject to physical discipline in a school setting has been linked with restricting vocabulary because why would you want to talk after being beaten? Negatively affecting grades and lowering IQ scores. Researchers have found a negative correlation between the legality of corporal punishment and test scores as well. Students who are not exposed to corporal punishment exhibit better results on the ACT test, which is the American college testing system that we have in high schools and whatnot, yeah. um, compared mm -hmm. to students in states that allow disciplinary physical punishment in schools. So, for instance, in 2010, 75% of states that allow corporal punishment in schools scored below average on the ACT, while three-quarters of non-paddling states scored above the national average. So there's a strong wow. correlation with this. And it, and not, wow, it holy might be, shit, that's a correlation. Not be direct, because we know correlation doesn't equal causation, but, it, yeah, but of course. something there is linked. Yeah. Um, I guess we can jump into public opinion, because this this was kind of interesting. And for, yeah, for the most yeah. part, we're all going to be on the same page, but there, there's still, there's, there's an interesting counter-argument. So most Americans are not in favor of horrible punishment, especially when conducted in schools by teachers and administrators. Uh, a 2008 study showed that teachers believed corporal punishment was the least effective method of discipline among eight possible techniques. I didn't see I didn't see the eight total, but the eight listed. But surprise, yeah. surprise! The one where you beat children senseless is the one that works <laughs> least effectively. Uh, yeah. The National Association of Secondary School Principals is opposed to corporal punishment as well, citing that 
severe, oh, no, citing the severe racial disparities in its use as it's correlated to increased truancy, dropout rates, violence, and vandalism by youth, the potential for misuse or injury to students, and increased liability for schools, which, like, I, yeah. I don't understand how this is okay, like, considering that, like, schools have their own private attorneys, or, like, state-appointed attorneys, yeah. where it's, like, because in school systems, you can get sued for anything, so the fact that, like, corporal punishment is still being used it's is fine. insane. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, also, I found this to be kind of funny and also sad and ridiculous. Some scholars um, noted that an adult hitting another adult with a two-foot-long paddle would immediately be considered assault with a weapon, punishable under criminal law, while children being hit with two-foot-long paddles is somehow okay. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we get a double standard up in here? <laughs> oh like, God. what? I read that wow. and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense, it. yeah. Here, here's the counter-argument. Some, some teachers and administrators strongly continue to defend a corporal punishment as an alternative to suspension, which also shows a negative impact on students' academic performance and social skills. Okay. Interestingly, yeah, okay. interestingly, corporal punishment is almost never shown on a student's records, while suspension is which makes physical discipline a sometimes preferred alternative option. Some states that still have legalized school physical discipline will allow the child or the child's parent or parents to decide which option is preferable to them because, you know, you don't want that on your record, like that you got suspended because yeah. you're getting into college or whatnot. But if you took a beating as an option, no one would know any better. Isn't that crazy? That's, that just that sounds so fucked up. I'm like, like it's a good counter argument, but like the alternative is literally violence. <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Meanwhile, there are also states like Florida where there is no opt out op option. You you just get beaten. Corporal get punishments beaten. can be administered against the will of the parents, whether they want it or not. And in a lot of areas, Shit. there just are no school districts accessible that. Do not apply the practice. Like, you, your child will be beaten and there's nothing you can do about it because it's legal. Fuck. That, oh my god, so fuck. Unless you just, like, can't afford to move out, which is most likely not the case for most people. Not the case, yeah. Yeah, true. So that's insane. <laughs> insane. You're so right. It's insane. But there's your public opinion. People think it's crazy and yet somehow it's still legal in 17 states. Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess we could just wrap up with, like, it's not all bad news and based on the previous trends with where it's going down. Yeah, yeah, we saw yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. There are strong immunity laws out there for school administrators, but those school administrators who decide to practice corporal punishment are still at risk um, themselves. There's a few reasons for that, and they're legit reasons. Okay. Um, they are not immune to being sued by parents who determine that punishment went too far. Like, it, if it is proven mm -hmm. that it went too far, which is hard to prove, apparently, based on the fucking court systems. They're like, well, it, it, it fit the crime or the, it not the crime, the accusation <laughs> or whatever. But, like, it, it doesn't mean you're going to lose automatically because it's based on per state and whatnot. You, you don't just automatically get, get a pass for beating a kid for doing something. Yeah. So parents can sue and they can win. Not always, but they can. Administrators are not immune to public criticism either or personal attacks on social networks or social media, which can do a lot of reputational yeah. harm. And there's nothing they can do about it because they're public servants. And it's not its not like the parents yeah. are making shit up. There's, they, they, you beat my kid. Literally to this day, parents are going to social media and being like, this fucking principal beat the shit out of my kid and thought it was okay because my child went to the bathroom because he had to go to the bathroom. That's not fucking okay. And then people like, rally and it turns into the whole thing and it's easier for the school district yeah. to fire that person and bring someone else in who yeah. isn't going to beat the shit out of your kids. So that's good. 
principals and administrators and whatnot can also have their certif certification reevaluated if they move districts. So say like one state will have a district that allows it via their policy, but another one does not. If they move from one district okay. to another and there's records of them utilizing corporal punishment, they can have their certification at risk and either get it removed and kicked out or or yeah. they can be like put on probation and whatnot. It's a whole it's a whole ordeal. But there, there's consequences moving yeah. forward with their uh, professions. And then lastly, they can also be accused of sexual assault due to the, to the fine line between physical punishment and a sexual offense. Because we're talking about spanking here, Ooh. which is very linked to like Ooh. sexual gratification and whatnot. <laughs> and this is especially true when teens are already going through puberty. It's one thing when it's like a little kid, even though we have fucked up people in yeah. society who are after little kids as well. But like teenagers, especially where you see most of these like unconsensual pedophilic kind of situations, like it's argued that an administrator or a teacher can literally exploit their position and like basically get off on spanking kids for like the littlest infractions so if you can prove that's the case then that that professional is fucked that's not right. good <laughs> it's, it's not good so it comes out of risk to the administration and to the teachers so at least there's that kind of okay. fine line of like well they're not always going to get away with it if they think they can yeah but yeah, mm. that's about it for school corporal punishment. Who the fuck knew? I, I just stumbled upon fuck. this and I was like, are you kidding me? The more I read it, the kidding more I was me? like, <laughs> what the actual hell? Like, New Jersey is the only state in our country <laughs> that is, like, on top of it. <laughs> because everyone else has only been doing this like, since basically, like, the 70s and onwards. Yeah, shit. And again, Colorado, some other states, just this year. Like, ridiculous. What just are you waiting year. for? <laughs> this, we're literally talking about... Letting other people in school systems beat your kids. Beat your... You know, like, whenever someone makes fun of New Jersey, I'll be like, well, at least we don't let, her, you know, let people beat their kids. <laughs> right, at least, like, yeah. Done. At least there's that. <laughs> at least there's that. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. That was, that was so... Who I'm knew? Just, I'm in shock. <laughs> I'm in I shock. Am, and I I did this topic several days ago, and I'm, I'm still, like, telling everyone I meet that I'm like, did you know? Did you know? <laughs> did you know? Did, did you know? <laughs> Insane. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so this week I ended up on the topic, on my topic, super quickly, because I was just like, <laughs> I went from jail to, like, bloody code. It was, oh, like, wow. two or three clicks. It was, like, very, very quick. So as you can probably guess, judging by our starting location, this of course has to do with laws. And of course, they're with laws, there's punishments. Ooh. So <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. So the Bloody Code is a series of laws in England, Wales, and Ireland in the 18th and early 19th centuries, which mandated, mandated the death penalty for a wide range of crimes. So like, we're not talking just like, you know, big crimes. We're talking about basically almost anything was now getting the death penalty. Oh, shit. And so at this point in time, the Bloody Code was not referred to it as, you know, was not referred to as the Bloody Code, but it was given this name later just due to the simple sharp increase in the number of people given the death penalty by these laws. So the problem with the Bloody Code, which I hope is very obvious, is that a lot of crimes that were punishable by death were either minor or misdemeanors by 21st century standards. Yes. And we'll get, we'll get into those in a little bit, but it was just like, there were a lot of crimes. Um, <laughs> So let's let's first dive into a little bit of history. So in 1689, there were 50, total 50 capital offenses in England, Wales, and this quadrupled in 1776 and finally increased to 220 by the end of the 18th century. What? 220 <laughs> crimes are punishable by death. Yes, sounds like my kind of society. <laughs> Too many people in the world. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> so the, the worst part about this 
is that most of the new laws were introduced, like they concerned defense of property. So this is viewed as a, as a form of class suppression by the, from like of the poor by the rich. So not destroy, but you couldn't harm property. And like that was punishable by death. Right. Just straight to death. Just straight to death. And it was expressed at the time that men are, ha- are not hanged for stealing horses, but that, but that horses may not be stolen. So this quote brings up the idea of deterrence. In that if you know you're going to get the death penalty for stealing a horse, the threat of the death penalty for stealing that horse makes you basically not steal that horse in the first place. Yes, so you're you're heavily deterred. Uh, You're really deterred by the severity of the punishment, which I do recognize the logic in that because I mean there is there is some logic behind that, but But. (laughs) it's pretty fucked up to give someone the death penalty for theft. Like you know, oh steal a horse, up you die now. Like fuck, that's terrible. So this trend continued um, as grand larceny was considered another crime that deserved the death penalty. And this grand larceny was defined as theft of goods worth more than 12 pence at the time. So to give a little context to that, 12 pence is one twelfth of the weekly wage of a skilled worker. So it's not that much fucking money to, oh. to get the death penalty over. One twelfth. Yeah, that's, that's one like, twelfth. Yeah, that's, that's like 20 bucks by today's standards. Yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a very, very, very low bar to get, you know, to get the death penalty. But one of the things that I found very interesting about this whole situation was that 18th century, the, the, as the 18th century proceeded, jurors often deliberately underassessed the value of stolen goods so as to avoid the mandatory death penalty for the defendant. Oh. So basically they're saying like, oh, that's not worth that much and, and basically undervaluing, undervaluing things and saying like the person just doesn't get the death penalty, which is super cool. I think that's like... Jurors did this in an attempt to like thwart the death penalty because they thought it was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They oh thought it was fucked up. So they, they were just like, you know, that's, I, I just think it's, it's really cool that they were just like, it's not worth that much money. So no death penalty for yeah. you, you know? So another interesting aspect of the bloody code was that it was also existed in the kingdom of Ireland but there were not as many capital crimes that were, you know, punished by the bloody code. So they were a little nicer. So I think <laughs> I had like a good, I think it was 180 or something. I mean, it's still a ton. 180, I, a little bit nicer. <laughs> a little bit nicer. But um, so as the number of uh, capital crimes increased, lawmakers sought, a, a, sought out to make a little less harsh punishment that might, you know, still be a major deterrent. And that's what they, that's when they came up with the idea of penal transportation. So penal transportation... Uh, well, sorry, penal transportation with a term of indentured servitude. So basically oh. what this would mean is they'd ship you off somewhere and then make you work as an indentured servant for yeah. like a, a very long time. This trend sort of expanded where the trans- was expanded by the Transportation Act of 1717, which regulated and subsidized the practice. And, you know, this was, this was a little bit better of a punishment than, you know, literally just killing the person. But, <laughs> you know, it also meant you're shipping someone off and, you know, making them work. The problem was the... Uh, the, this punishment was suspended by the crime law of 1776 for one very specific reason, because 1776 might be a little meaningful to our American listeners, because at that point, you can guess what was f- in full swing. It was the American Revolutionary War. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> the American Revolutionary War was, was in full swing, which is kind of a big deal and a huge problem as where the hell are you going to transport people? You can't send them to, to the United States anymore. You have to fucking send them elsewhere. Yeah. 
so at this point, 1776, Parliament claimed that the continued that continuing the Transport Act um, is founded to be attend, uh, attended with various inconveniences, particularly by depriving the United Kingdom of many subjects whose labor might be used used by the community and who, by proper care and correction, might be reclaimed from their evil course. Evil sounds super course. good. <laughs> it, I mean, it sounds super cool because like they're saying like let's rehabilitate people yeah, and make it- them. In a way, yeah, you know, to me, that's that's a little bit better than than let's just murder everyone. Right. But can you guess if that worked out as planned? Did it work out? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and assume no, given the way no, mental health and all that shit was treated way back in the day. <laughs> this became known as the Hard Labor Act or the Hulks Act because it resulted in some fucking hard labor and resulted in prison ships called prison hulks. So basically you were you were like on a ship and that was your like your prison. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Permanently, like, or not, not permanently, permanently, but like for a long duration. For a long duration, but let me give you some context to prison hulks. During the American Revolutionary War, more Americans died in prison as prisoners <gasps> of war in prison hulks than in every engagement of the war combined. What the fuck? So prison hulks are not good. <laughs> They're not good at all. <laughs> how do? How, they, there's so many things on the show where I'm like, how do I not know about this? This seems like a major thing, like a major major human <laughs> rights violation. Yeah. How does no yeah. one know about this? Prison hulks were horrible places. Like, there's just rampant in disease, rampant in sickness, rampant yeah. in everything. They were horrible. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's like, that, that, that makes me think of, like, some fucking ancient Greece shit. You know, like yeah, in like in like the boats where they would like have slaves, just like in I mean, that's, that's basically what it was. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, seventeen seventies or eighties, right? Yeah, this was yeah, exactly ridiculous, um, ridiculous. Humans are trash. We're all trash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, in addition to to the prison hulks, they actually um, this sort of kickstarted the the building of of like proper prisons mm. um, for punishment, and and really like kickstarted the programming building of building prisons in the UK. I mean, you 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 have to put these prisoners somewhere. You can't right. just send them somewhere else now, can you? Well, or you can or, go back or, and just or, kill them. <laughs> or can you send them somewhere else? <gasps> Where? Because in 1785, Australia would oh, be deemed a yeah. suitable, desolate place to transport convicts. And so transportation would resume now. But now where they had specific penal colonies planned in Australia. That's right. So Australia is oh. the solution. I wish Sarah were here to comment. <laughs> I wish I wish Sarah were here to... Sorry, Sarah, but... Our resident Aussie. A resident Aussie, exactly. So the departure of the first the first fleet, which literally was the first fleet of prisoners, occurred in 1787, and it is estimated that between 1788 and 1867, over one third of all criminals convicted were transported to Australia. Wow, that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah, that's almost a hundred years of just, exactly. You got Australia transporting. Yeah, exactly. One third. So now some criminals could escape transportation if they agreed to join the British army, but okay. that of course depended on the severity of the crime and, and all that. So it wasn't just like offered to everyone. It was just kind of like, you know, given to certain people. Okay. A somewhat fair alternative. A somewhat fair alternative. Um, so now back a little bit back to the bloody code, uh, a, a British um, juror, William Blackstone, said about the bloody code that it's a melancholy truth that among the variety of actions which men are daily liable to commit, no less than 160 have been declared by act of parliament to be felonious without the benefit of clergy, in other words, to be worthy of death 
I was just like, what the, <laughs> like, oh my God, that's such a good idea. Like he, he already saw it. So it's, he was kind of, even at the time they were like, this is kind of fucked. Yeah. And just a little bit, just a little the, bit. Yeah, exactly. And the benefit of clergy um, basically means that if you're part of the clergy, you could be considered outside the rule of law, like secular law and could oh. be treated in a religious court, Bullshit. like under canon law. But I mean, that was that like the death penalty for the bloody code was actually considered, you know, be, no benefit of clergy. So if you did any of these, like if you committed any of these, even if you were part of the clergy, it was just like you were dead. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So it like it, this was like outside of that. Okay. So let's get to the part everyone's been waiting for. What crimes are punishable by death penalty? Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not going to list off all 220. That would, be, that would be a very, very long segment just of just a list. No. Do it for our <laughs> Patreons. <laughs> exactly. I will. I'll read it out. But I'll, I'll list off some of my favorite categories of capital offenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. So the most of these offenses are things like offenses against the state, like high treason, that eh, yeah, a little okay, understandable. Okay. Um, but offenses against public order, including rioting, destruction of flood defenses, or bridges, were all punishable by death. I mean, bridges are pretty important. To but, I mean, bridges are important. If you yeah, fuck with I'm the with bridge, you. you're dead. You're dead. Um, <laughs> here's one: offenses against public health were also considered punishable by death. So, hmm, what what is offenses against public health? Yes. So I think it would be like if you were... Pooping in the street. Pooping in the street. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> if you're pooping in the street, that's probably punishable by death. Oh, my God. Look, uh, well, so I'm thinking like they used to just literally throw... They used to have like piss and shit buckets back yeah, in the day. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is before 1700s. But even still, like they would just like throw that shit out into the streets. Yeah. I guess that would land you on the chopping block, so to say. I don't know. I, I it didn't. The, the Wikipedia article didn't really specify exactly what it was. Damn. But... But I mean, it just—they just said uh, like offenses against public health. But we'll have to let our imagination run wild with that one. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, Offenses against public revenue, such as smuggling or piracy, were all punishable by death. Oh yeah, I guess. uh, Yeah, I guess pirates are bad. Pirate. I mean, I mean, depends if you're like the the you know fight and kill pirate or like just the steel pirate. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, grand larceny, which I mentioned before, yep. um, in, embezzlement by servants, post office employees, or clerks were all punishable by death, as well as burglary was all, all of these were punishable by death. So, kind of extreme, yeah. Yeah. Um, offenses committed by people who are bankrupt Wait. was punishable by death. So if you were bankrupt and you committed a crime, that was punishable by death. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little odd. Well, a little odd. Um, blackmail, forgery, and basically identity theft were all punishable by death. Yeah, Punishable by death. Yeah, that should be the law today. <laughs> Fuck all these people who steal identities. And then finally, we have destroying ships or malicious injury to property, such as arson, were all punishable by death. So that's a, that's a fucking list. Yeah, I kind of I agree with that one, too. Like... Fuck you. You're trying to like burn everyone's belongings down per- potentially with them in it. You, sh- you should die. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of for some of these. I'm kind of for some of these. <laughs> I was not expecting that reaction. But okay. You know what? You know what? I'm with it. You don't just get um, to burn someone's house down. Fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, Who I, do you think you are? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> now I'm having you. Now I'm having you second guess. Exactly. Exactly. Excellent. So let me end off by saying that in 1823, the Judgment of Death Act made the death penalty discretionary for most crimes. So now it just instead of being mandatory, it became discretionary. And then by 1861, capital offenses were reduced to five, not 220. <laughs> so 
Oh my god, that's a wow. Five, five. And the last UK execution took place in 1964, and the death penalty was abolished for various crimes in the following years. So basically, oh. they're they're done with the death penalty. It's oh, gone. I didn't know that. That is yeah. That's oh, good for the UK. You said the UK, right? Yeah, the UK. The UK, and here in the states, we're beating children and murdering people <laughs> for all sorts of things. <laughs> So that's definitely some progress for sure, but you know, there there you have it. That's kind of the bloody code, and I think it led to a lot of people fucking dying. Like even the the prison oh, hulks yeah. led to a lot of people dying. I was the, just about to bring the, that up. The yeah, hulks. a lot of people probably fucking died from that's this. Cra- so. I, I like I literally once we wrap up, I like want to go Google this now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Hulks. It's like, great. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, so I had a super fun time talking about it and I hope you enjoyed that's it. That's awesome. This was a good episode. I love both topics. It was a great <laughs> I learned I so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm very content. This is, a, this is a good Sunday, early afternoon recording and I'm, yeah. I'm glad to share it with all of yes. you listeners. Yes. You are super valued. <laughs> we love you so much. We do and we, we especially love our patrons. I mean, we love them a lot. Yes. Um, Yes. So, so if you want to find us on social media, we have what Go Ask Alice Pod, which is our Twitter. Uh, Go Ask Alice Podcast on Instagram, and ask uh, what was it? Not Ask Sarah Web Science. It's Sarah Web Science on TikTok. Yeah, Sarah um, Web Science. Sarah Web Science. Sorry. Um, and I think that's it. And then you have your Twitch, which is my Twitch. I, I never know how to pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're into if you're into video games and uh, all sorts of uh, tomfoolery, you can find me on Twitch. Username on there is Schwanzi, S C H V A N T Z I Schwanzi on yeah. Twitch TV. You'll enjoy that. Uh, I talk about the podcast there all the time. We play video games. We have a good time. I have my own Discord. It's linked to Go Ask Alice. Uh, I hope to yeah. see you there in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do we love? Who do we love? We love everyone. We do love everyone. You're all cherished listeners. You're all cherished and loved. We and, love you. And and we expect you to tell your friends about us <laughs> so that we can have it's even expected. more cherished listeners in the future. All right. Well, we love you. Have a good day. Have a good night. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we hope you're having an amazing time and an amazing life. And if not, come hang out with us and yeah. and maybe feel better. Maybe feel better. After. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> this is the show where, and I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Van, I'm sorry. <laughs>